Now, as you know uh, by now, Fine Gael's uh, Damien English resigned his position as Junior Minister last week, a rocky start to the new leadership of the country of Leo Varadkar. His resignation followed uh, revelations about false information the Minister English had given to Meath County Council in a planning application um, to get permission from one-off rural housing in County Meath. You have to have um, a local show that you don't... Uh, you have to show that you're a local and show that you don't have a home and that thus you have a housing need, which is the case in many, many counties. Back in 2008, Minister English submitted a planning application for his family home but he didn't tell the county council that he already owned a property. The revelations were published in the Ditch website last Wednesday. The Ditch has been involved in highlighting a number of stories about state institutions and government politicians and the planning process. And the co-founder and editor of the Ditch is a Ballyshannon man. He's Owen McNeil and Owen joins us now. Uh, Owen, you're welcome to the show and thanks for joining us. And, and first of all, were you surprised at how quickly... Uh, Damien English resigned last week following your story. Yeah, geez, absolutely. Um, what kind of kicked it all off was um, on Monday there, we did a story about um, an undeclared property of Damien English's, which he had owned from 2004. And according to ethics legislation and um, the Code of Conduct for office holders, he should have declared this in his doll register um, when he became a TD. Now, English didn't do that, and right up until his most recent declaration, he hadn't declared his ownership of this property. So that was the first story that we did on the Monday. English did respond, and he kind of tried to argue that he didn't have to declare the house, but it, that certainly wouldn't be our interpretation of the ethics legislation. And then leading on from that then, on the Wednesday, we did a follow-up story about how in 2008, Damien English applied for planning permission for a second house, which was to be located about six kilometres from that first property. And as part of his application, Meath County Council have um, they have a rural housing policy. And as part of this policy, if you're applying for planning permission for a one-off dwelling, you have to prove that you have a housing need. And as part of that, you have to you can't have owned a house previously. And so you have to fill out a form where you say that you haven't owned a house previously. Now, when English filled out that form, he said that he hadn't owned a house when, in fact, he had. He had owned it for about four years before that application. And um, what ended up happening was Meath County Council, relying on that false declaration, they, they gave him planning permission for what is now his primary residence. Yeah, and it all it all spiralled very, very quickly after that, uh, leading to his resignation um, just after publication of that. I mean, was there an inevitability, do you think, from what you'd researched and what was coming down the tracks that, that he would be forced to, to tender his resignation on? Yeah, well, you know, um, myself and my colleague Roman, we tend to, we generally like to just kind of focus on the things that we can control ourselves, you know, and just kind of do our own jobs. But we did kind of, we did kind of think, yeah, with that second story, we thought, God, you know, it's serious enough out stuff, and that it might put him in, it, it might put him on kind of dodgy ground, or it might be kind of verging into resignation territory, you know. And we did have, um, we did have plans to kind of carry on with a few more stories about him, but um, yeah, it, it was the 
the day it was the day after that second story uh, I woke up to the news yeah that he had resigned um, after we had published that which was um, certainly wasn't necessarily um, wasn't necessarily surprised that a resignation had to come but certainly mm. was surprised at how quickly it came I, 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 I kind of thought he might have held on a wee bit longer Right, okay. Well, you've been involved uh, as, as editor and co-founder of The Ditch in a number of high-profile stories. Uh, aside from Damien English, uh, there was a lot of work, of course, on investigations on board Planola uh, towards last year. You'll continue to pursue this. It's important to you and Roman, as you said. That, that, is, that is what you're about, Owen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, myself and Roman set up The Ditch there. I think we're just coming up on our on our second year anniversary, I think in March or April. And, um, you know, we've had a great time over the last two years, kind of just kind of trying things out and kind of seeing what works and what doesn't and had a bit of luck along the way with, I suppose it's, it's the same with any kind of, you know, like story in journalism that does get a wee bit of traction and take off. You do have to have a wee bit of luck. And we kind of got that with the stories about board Planola and Robert Troy and, and, um, and yeah, I, like as you say, I mean, um, myself and Roman, um, we'd we'd feel quite strongly about all this, and we kind of we're very lucky that we have that opportunity to, I suppose, go and pursue these stories and really kind of dig into them, you know. Right. Okay. And you, you know, I mean, you you are let's say left wing in your political outlook, and again, you make no apologies for that in in your journalistic work. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I kind of think, um, in general, I think it's kind of. I think that every journalist has has you know has their own biases, and I think that you can try as um, you can try as best you can to not let it influence the kind of stories that you that that you pursue and the kind of stories that you think are relevant. But I think it always. I think with every journalist, it just kind of seeps in a wee bit, and um, just for myself and Roman, yeah, we kind of like. Um, to use the old cliche, just, you know, about TV and the best policy and where, yeah, we're we're kind of open about the fact that, yeah, we're, that we're absolutely left wing and it certainly, it doesn't necessarily inform the way we report stories, but it would inform um, the kind of things that we think are newsworthy, I suppose. Right, okay. And of course, uh, a proud Bally Shannon man. Um, that's, that's your brand. Tell us a little bit, for those who don't know, of you own and, and what you've done before and indeed your journalistic background. You're from Bally Shannon, isn't that right? Yeah, yeah. Well um actually was um was was originally born in uh was born in Toronto but uh the family moved to Dunlow uh when I, I was about four or five and then came to Bally Shannon when I was twelve and have to say um uh absolutely love Bally Shannon altogether, love getting back there, um love growing up there. Um yeah, like went to the local school there, crashed to Colin Kill and um, did all the usual crack, you know, like a bit of football, a bit of surf and the music, all the rest. And, uh, and then, yeah, I ended up, um, I suppose, went down to Dublin for college and um, I, I kind of ended up going to journalism a bit later in that uh, I, I went back and did a master's and, um, when I was about 25 or 26 and then did a wee bit of work with a few papers in Dublin and then I ended up going and working for the events company Web Summit for for about three years or so, and um, then uh, kind of weirdly had a 
had a year over in China working for a newspaper there. And then I came back. And I came back to Web Summit and did a wee bit of work on um, the original. Uh, we would have worked with a few whistleblowers um, over the course of, uh, was it 2020? And um, would have worked on the the first story about Leo Varadkar leaking the document to Matthew O'Toole. And then yep. kind of then out of that, then um, myself and Roman uh, ended up setting up the ditch there in um, yeah just almost two years ago and yeah I like just I suppose trying to make a go with that now you yeah. know alright okay and I suppose it's a case of uh, of continuing to watch this space uh, yeah, in, in, the com- in the coming months and indeed years perhaps hopefully anyway yeah hopefully we'll keep the L party going like we'll see how it goes you know